What's up, everybody? It's Kofi Boache, and welcome to episode six of the Kofi B podcast. A podcast where there really is no agenda, no theme, no special format. Just an opportunity for me to meet people and get to know them on and off their instrument and outside of their professional arenas and interests. I'm so excited for my guest this episode, man. You've seen him on a lot of different places. His videos have gone viral, but more importantly, man, you learn that his story is just as, if not even more impactful than his actual playing is. His name is Darius Simmons. He's also from Ohio to Warren, which is about 40 minutes away from my hometown of Akron, Ohio. But all in all, it's such an inspiring story to hear this guy talk about his life and his upbringing. And I hope that this can be something that is inspirational and impactful to the life that you live. So without further ado, thank you, and welcome to episode six of the Kofi B Podcast. Let's get right into it. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Kofi B Podcast, episode six. I'm your host with the most Kofi B, Kofi Boache. Be sure to add me on all social media platforms at Kofi B Music. www.kofibmusic.com is where you can find all the updates and information on everything on my end. But this is not about me right now, man, because I got a very special guest with me, man. You've seen him on CNN. You might have seen him on NBC News, you know, the Steve Harvey Show, Fortune Magazine, you know, just to name a couple. But more importantly, man, he's my my classmate here at berkeley and he's my brother man darius simmons how are you doing bro what's good with your brother bro man <laughs> it's good to see you man it's For good sure. to see you my ohio brother too man yes sir yes, absolutely sir. it's 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 slim pickings around here to see people that are from ohio man but oh my Allah. god you know what's what's crazy is that before i came here um you know, i got so many messages because your videos at the time was going viral when i was about i don't know 17 we were about 17 mm. 16 years old and, and they're like oh man he's from warren and you're from akron you know that's about 40 30 minutes away you should you know connect with him and everything so you know we didn't get a chance to connect then right. but it's crazy how time you know exactly. kind of brings you together and you know it's a small world man and being here it's, it's been so great getting to know you and everything For man sure. and, and learning more about what you do off your instrument too just as well as you do it on For it sure. Uh, man, talk to me a little bit about your upbringing, though, because, I mean, a lot of people know the story, um, you know, four fingers total, exactly, you know, two yeah. prosthetic legs. Right. Uh, you know, you are literally the epitome of don't give an excuse to achieve whatever sure. you're going to achieve in life. Uh, you know, talk to me about your upbringing and, and how everything kind of came to be with what you're doing right now. Man, my upbringing, honestly, man, I had a great family. I had a great family, great support system behind me. You know what I'm saying? It's like. <clears throat> my mom and my grandpa, for real, them is the two big, biggest influencers that impacted my life for sure. They was there for me regardless of what I did. You know what I'm saying? They was going to ride for me regardless. So it's like my mom, my grandpa is like, yeah, they is like theirs to my heart. You know, it's like I feel like my upbringing, for real, it, they treated me just like any typical kid, for real. Mm -hmm. Typical kid. My mom ain't never hold me back from nothing, for real. Um, really? Honestly, my mom, she just, she let me go be free. Like, yeah. I feel like my mom knew, like. I feel like she honestly knew, like, if she held me back from stuff, in my head, it was going to make me start holding myself back. So, like, I feel like she made the right decision of, like, being, like, just letting me figure out life on my own and how I was going to adapt to life, you know what I'm saying? Because she didn't know how I was going to adapt, you know, and I feel like I feel like she glad to how I adapted, for sure. That's a dope mentality because, you know, you see a lot of people that 
that, that are kind of in your shoes or, or they may have some other type of form of, of ailment or whatever that may right. hold them back and you see how families will treat them or, or look at them in a different way and make them seem like oh man you can't do that because of you know because of what you were given or because of the car that right. you were dealt and to see that your, your mom and, and your granddad was have been you know so instrumental in not making that known to you so like were you playing sports and stuff in middle school what were you doing like what were you what was your life were you playing other instruments other than the piano Man, nah, in middle school, actually, I was playing the trombone. I was playing the you trombone. You was playing the trombone. Yeah, I was playing the trombone way more than I was playing the piano, man. Actually, in middle school, that's that's a fact. Uh, that's actually the first instrument I ever, like, like actually t- played, like, with a band or anything. So, really? Yeah. Um, nah, uh, piano, I picked that up, like, like... I played the piano a little bit, but like not much. You know what I'm saying? Just twinkling around. You feel me? Mm-hmm. But then it's like I feel like eighth grade years when I took it serious and actually like started to like really hit the lab and play it a little. So you started playing when you were in like eighth grade. Yeah, like eighth grade. So around that age, what are you like thirteen? Yeah, like thirteen. Yeah, okay, like thirteen, twelve, turning thirteen. How do you get introduced to an instrument like that? Without you know formal training, I'm guessing, right? Uh, my grandpa in church, man. So you, and, you oh yeah, in okay, so you came from yeah. a musical family, yes sir, in church. Yeah, my grandpa in church. He was the person that was trying to get. He was trying to get all his grandkids to play some type of instrument. Really? You know what I'm saying. So my grandpa, he he loved music. He ain't good at it, but he loved music. <laughs> 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 he loved music, man. He loved. He like. He like his family. He like trying to. Uh, he like try to push his family to do good things. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So like my grandpa, he was just like always pushing the instruments towards us and then one day you know what i'm saying i just started playing the piano a little bit and kind of just went from there yeah yeah see the thing about you man is when i see you on campus you know that's one side of you you know the chill darius dude but then when i see you when we're in the practice room or something it's like a light switch it changes like you're totally like different you know character and a persona when you're on your instrument uh so like what does playing music do for you you know emotionally and everything like that what does it mean to you when you're doing this man for playing <clears throat> playing the uh, piano to me for it, it's it's a it's a reliever of stress, bro. It's it's like a it's like a gateway to like I don't know channel like my inner self. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like I feel like it's a way to express myself that I can't put into words. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So anything I can't put into words, I just try and put into the music that I do. You know what I'm saying? So like. Yeah, it's like it's like two different sides for real. Like when I play my instrument, I, f- I feel way different. Like mm-hmm. I feel way different when I'm playing the piano for real. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you meet a lot of people. Um, th- I have that play music and everything, and they view it as as their way out to a right, certain extent. Exactly. Um, did, is that music for you? Did you? Is that something that you think like this can get you? You know, out of out of you know the situation that you kind of been oh, growing yeah, up for sure. Yeah, I, I definitely I definitely see music as a way out, and I also see it as a as an outlet to inspire people to the, to be a light to somebody life. Like you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I also see it as a platform to express my story and really show people that no matter what type of limitation you got, you know what I'm saying? That you still you still normal, bro. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But the thing is, you got to find that self motivation to prove that everybody else you just like them because right. here, here got a reality of it you know what i'm saying i could have four fingers no fingers you know what i'm saying if i sit back and i'm just like super quiet you know what i'm saying ain't no, they're just gonna be like okay well he's shy he got four fingers he's not talkative you know what i'm saying but like when you come out to cut and like you bold like what's good with you you know what i'm saying <laughs> then it's like okay well he obviously don't care about that you feel me mm-hmm. You know, I heard, I was doing my research on you a little bit last night, bro. Oh, yeah. So I saw an interview you did with Fortune, and you said a quote that I had to write down because it was something I'm like, man, I'm gonna live, I'm gonna live that lifestyle the rest of my life. That quote is gonna be me forever. You said you can only fail when you stop doing something. You can only succeed when you keep trying. 
For sure. And to me, man, I was like, dang, this man kind of deep with it. I was like, that was. I like, am, bro. And that's that's another side people don't see, man. I'm a deep, I'm a deep thinker. You know what I'm saying? You just gotta have a one on one conversation. Like me and you, we had plenty one on one conversations. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like, it just like sometimes, sometimes I don't know. People just they just look at the whole piano side, and that's why I feel like I'm blessed to be born the way I am because it let people focus on me. Right. At the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, the piano and stuff is cool, but then it let them focus on me. Mm-hmm. You know, so your music is one thing, man, but your story is something that's way more impactful, and I think For that's sure. something that's that's garnered the attention of of so many people worldwide mm-hmm. seeing you. Um, and, and the thing about you, man, you're such a you're such a personal person. Like you're a personality, man. You get people like to listen to you because you're so energetic about what you <laughs> yeah. have to say. Like I'm 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 listening to you more than I'm probably listening to you play. You know what I'm saying? For sure. So like, how quick though? I, I do want to know because for somebody like you know yourself and myself that come from the places we come from, Akron, Ohio, and we're doing the things that we're doing and, and trying to put our city on, whatever the case exactly. may be. Um, with any type of limelight or showcasing, there is also a number of people that kind of want to ride your coattail. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so um, how quick did people start to, you know, act differently when, when things started to pop for you? Like the Steve Harvey. I want to know, like. I'm really enjoying your podcast. <laughs> I'm really enjoying <laughs> Like, you are asking me some good questions. Man, I've been I'll prepare for this. Man, I ain't going to lie. Uh, bro, for real, dude. When I did that Carnegie Hall gig, man, that is when I seen a lot of people that wasn't even talking to me before just kept speaking to me. You know what I'm saying? And it's like me being young and naive, I couldn't see all. I, I didn't know it was all that fake love. I thought that was being genuine. Like, you know what I'm saying? I thought that was my outbreak to like everybody, you feel me, like accepting me fully. You know what I'm saying? Not right. looking at me any type of way. But then it was like, for real. <clears throat> It, it wasn't because, like, they there for, like, a week. And then after that, after they die down, they gone. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So now that I, I, I got older, you feel me, I, I realized, like, definitely when I got on the Steve Harvey stuff, I acted different, though. And But people tried to say that I changed. I didn't change, though. It's the fact I know how they was acting. Like, people come around when they see you doing good things. But right. when you at the bottom, they don't, they don't hear from you. Like, look, everything may look good in the light, but people got genuine struggles that they go through every day. Right. Like, so- you feel me? Like, honestly, like... Them rappers and stuff, like, the struggles and they, they be talking about, like, that stuff be real. People be thinking that, that that's, like, a persona, but it be real life. And so, like, how did your mindset shift in coping with that type of new reality? Like, what, what what mindset did you have? You said that you switched kind of things up when you were at the Steve Harvey thing. What was the mindset that you had going forward <laughs> that helped you kind of, you know, cope with that new that new life that you were living to a certain extent? Um, I had to understand that... Uh, it's good it's good to be in the limelight but like i said a lot of fake love come to it come with mm-hmm. it and then and then at the end of the day you got to realize that uh you a target right like you you know what i'm saying at the end of the day where i come from definitely you know what i'm saying you're a target at the end of the day so people gonna try to down talk you as much as they do but honestly i move forward because I just really separated myself from trying to get close to people, but I was just accepting the love that they were showing, though. I was still accepting the love that they were showing, but I wasn't getting close to nobody, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because, honestly, I got a big support system back at Warren. Right. I ain't gonna lie. I wonder how I got a big support system back out there. When Every time they see a video that I drop, they own it. They mm-hmm. sharing it, blowing it up, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I love my city at the end of the day, but then, you feel me, you got a couple people in there that always just want to knock you down, you feel me? So... You gotta you gotta watch out for them because them the ones that don't want to see you do nothing. Right, right, right. It's the start of the new year, and you know what that means. Prom season is just around the corner. 
Are you tired of going around looking for these store-bought dresses, suits, and tuxedos? Well, look no further, my friends, and let me introduce you to Candace Caprice Designs. Featured in the 2019 Essence Festival, stylist Candace Caprice will hook you up with a custom-fitted design that is tailored for only you to rock. And I'm telling you from experience, when you wear her product, she'll have you breaking some necks. Visit their website today at shopcandicecaprice.com and get 20% off your first order using the promo code KOFIB20. I want to learn a little bit more about the the performing aspect of what you do. I want to sure. know. I kind of want to know about the stardom behind this because this is it's interesting, man. Huh? Yeah, because I mean, what's the coolest experience that you kind of had so far, or the coolest moment that that you kind of had along this journey for you? Honestly, man, the coolest the coolest moment, man, that I had on this journey was probably um. <clears throat> It was it, it was probably the Steve Harvey thing, man. Steve Harvey thing. Me and him was cool. Like seeing my mama watch this dude every day yeah. in the living room, and then you feel me. I do things for me, but I do a lot of things for my mama. My yeah. mama sometimes she don't get it, but that's my mom. She hard headed just like me. She got a hard headed <laughs> son, but like you know what I'm saying. I took that opportunity not only for me, but for my mom to meet somebody that she idolized growing up. You know what I'm saying? She used to watch this dude back when he was on the show with the box and all that. You know, I don't even know what it's called, but like, I love that I'm being able to take my mom out places and like really show my mom something that, you know what I'm saying? My dad was supposed to, you feel me? But you know what I'm saying? Dog wasn't around. So like, I feel like I'm picking up that responsibility and. I just you. I just want to at the end of the day give my mom a great life. You yeah, feel me? Because yeah. she deserve it. You know what I'm That's, saying? Man, that, I can relate to that. So I grew up in a single parent household. Myself. For real, my dad wasn't around like that. And and anything I do, I try to. You know, I I keep that perspective. Like my mom has never seen a lot of this stuff. The one moment for me was um. I don't know if you know about this old group named Switch. No. So it's it's a group. Uh, they made that one song. I call <coughs> your name and it is. No, oh my uh, god! Me, oh, you dating me? I'm 20, and that's <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, uh, but uh, basically, my mom was a huge fan of this band, and like, so I was on a TV interview with them this past summer, and they were in the green room with me. I didn't even know who really who they were like mm-hmm. that. But I sent a text. My mom, I was like, you know this group called Switch? She was like, oh, my God, I love them. I love them. So I was talking to them, man, and, and um, they gave me tickets to see them. So we got the chance. I got my mom to see her back, see them backstage and right. everything. And, and I think most importantly, man, seeing my mom smile. you know, Exactly, see, bro. That, that made everything worth it. Mm-hmm. I couldn't I couldn't care less about whether or not something happened from me meeting for them. Me, you know, exactly. That's, and that's the thing. And th- that's the thing people don't realize, like. People think like when you go on these TV shows or whatever it is, they think that oh, well, he just getting money and stuff, bro. At the end of the day, you even if you getting paid for it, regardless or not, it, it's the experience, bro. It's it's something that you do that not a lot of people get a chance to do. So like, just seeing my mama smile, bro, and just seeing her happy for me, bro, and just her just being like happy. I she, I know she loved going and seeing different. My mom, she she like the sightseeing stuff. So mm-hmm. like. I, I like just being able to take her on stuff that she never seen before. So like, I really, I, I that's the biggest joy I get out of it too. For yeah. real, it, it's about me, but it's not about me. You right. know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, absolutely, yeah, bro. So let me switch gears a little bit because I want to know about this whole fashion thing that you got going on, man. Oh, I, man. Now, now I see you walking around, man. You got the drip on right now. Oh, I ain't not, don't don't try to don't try to front now like you ain't you don't got it on. So oh, I want to know what's the passion behind the fashion, man. man. What's, What's got you so hip into it, and who who inspires you to to rock the fits that you got? You know, if you follow this man on Instagram, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, you know, he's he's no 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 <laughs> stranger to the to the bling bling. So tell me about it, bro. Oh uh, man, uh, you feel me? 
<laughs> no, nah, like, I don't even know for real. It's like, I like, I look up to, like, a lot of rappers, bro. But, like, my main, like, idol person that I kind of, like, idolize, man, is... B- Besides NBA Youngboy, bro, it's 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 DDG, DDG? man, DDG, Yo, man. Oh, YouTube, yeah. Oh, man. I love him, man. DDG, bro. Uh, I really, I really like everything about the dude, bro. The dude, I love his story, man. Yeah. I love the way dog came from nothing. You know what I'm saying? Pushing mm-hmm. buggies. You know what I'm saying? Now yeah. he living in LA. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like the dude, the dude. It just he he inspired me, bro. I don't know. He just really inspired me, bro. I just like what he about. I like the way he carried himself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like. And the way he dressed, you, you feel me? I, I just, but I don't know. You feel me? Just yeah. a little bit of drip, bro. What's your favorite brand? My favorite brand for real for us, Balenciaga, but I ain't got there yet in that check, but I'm trying to. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it. <laughs> so let me tell, tell me about your goals, man. I'm going to let you go, man. But um, tell me about some goals. What's next for Darius Simmons? Man, some goals that I got, man, is just to move my mama up out of war and just be able to establish myself and spread this love that i've been trying to spread bro. yeah for real, at the end of the day music is that the is that the oh thing yeah music, music is the plan man and for real for real, it's like motivational speaking type too yeah I, I can see that yeah i definitely i definitely trying to get into that for it because i feel like i could really touch a lot of people bro yeah so i feel like that's definitely something i'm about to get into my dude man i appreciate you being on the podcast for man sure, bro. You got right darius enough. simmons man i think that's good enough we out of here for sure Thank you again for tuning into the Kofi B podcast, but I do need your help real quick right here. Listen, if you like what you heard and you want other people to hear it, I need you to share this podcast, okay, on every social media site that you can think of, every page that you have, every post that you make, just make your next one about the Kofi B podcast. We're doing a lot of great things here, as you can see, and I want to continue this trend going forward. And also, side note, college ain't cheap. (laughs) So if you like what I'm doing here in these interviews and talking to these amazing people, people here at Berkeley College of Music and abroad, donate. Go to my website, kofibmusic.com slash donate. And at a click of the button, you can be the savior to keep me here for the next three years. Be that person. I love you forever. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in to the Kofi B podcast. And I hope that the rest of your day is just as great as you are. <laughs> Peace, guys.